Hi, this is Dan Sullivan, and I'm here with my partner, my world explorer of things technological, Peter Diamandis. And Peter, a lot of very, very interesting types of collaboration and teamwork going on in the world. And I just come up with a new companion piece to my Who Not How concept of a year and a half, two years ago. So this is really an interesting time for human teamwork, because that's my main passion is human teamwork. So very, very exciting days. It is. Well, tell me, pal, what is the book you put out? Yeah, well, I have three levels of coach. And, you know, it's in terms of the aspiration, it's termed of the capabilities, but I have one called the free zone, where you're essentially operating free of competition. And my main thing is to listen to conversations. And somebody just said, you know, seems to me that some of us, as I talk to them, they're kind of people who take complex things and make them simple. And some of us are people who take things that are already simple and we make sure they're multiplied out into the world. Mm -hmm. And I said, bingo. You know, I mean, I'm just sitting there. I'm listening for one. You know, a duck just flew over and I, <laughs> I, I just did it. And so I said, well, let's explore that idea. I had him sit down and I say, in your last five years as an entrepreneur, what are the three biggest things that you've simplified anywhere in your company that really proved to be a breakthrough? And what are three things that you multiplied? It was something that you already had, but you multiplied it out into the world. And what was it? And it was very interesting. I had 29 people in the room, and 14 said, you know, if I could just spend my time doing one of these things, I would simplify. And the other said, no, I'd multiply. So it was 14 and 15 out of 29 people. And then I explored, and I went over my main 10 times workshop for the next quarter, and I had about 500 people. And it came out roughly, you know, 45% simplifiers, 55% multipliers. But the concept just immediately revolutionized and clarified their minds that almost everything they don't like about what they're doing is doing the thing that they're not. Interesting. Yeah. So talk to me about how you see yourself, how you see me as a multiplier simplifier. I'm curious, can you be a multiplier in some areas and a simplifier in other areas? Yeah, it's called a complicator. <laughs> I think I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, my take on it is that we're both of the same breed, Peter. We're both simplifiers. And here's the thing. We've both had to learn how to be multipliers. We've both had to learn. Anybody who's a successful entrepreneur, you've had to learn. But if you had your druthers, yes. if you had your druthers, and you were guaranteed that you had 100% in the other category, you would choose the one. And I'm a 100% simplifier. Yeah, so I love taking complex ideas and helping people understand them. Yeah, so absolutely. But I've had to be a multiplier in terms of marketing and, yeah. and promotion. Yeah, and I mean, we both know Joe Polish. Yes. That's one of the reasons why we know Joe Polish. Yes. Joe is just one of the great multipliers in the world. You know, I mean, he just out there. When I first told Joe, he says, no, no. He says, I really simplify things. And I said, uh, yeah, but people around you think that when you try to simplify things, you complicate things. <laughs> and all my bad experience, if I look back over, you know, I became an entrepreneur in 1974, so it's 46 years. And I have to tell you, every bad stretch of my life is where I obligated myself to being a multiplier. And I'm just not. I'm just not. I just don't have the juice for it. I understand the value of it. I totally appreciate it. We totally need it. 
but it's just not something that I have a lot of juice for. Whereas simplifying, boy, I just love taking complex things and simplifying them. Got it. So, I mean, in one way, though, if I think about it, strategic coaches and organization is an amplifier for me, right? Because we have of the 360 CEOs at a part of Abundance 360, half of that room comes through coach. So you're yep. an amplifier for me in that regard. The organization is. Yes. So the yes. organization and vice versa, we've had about 60 or 70 people have joined our program, great people who met us for the first time when we were at Abundance 360. Joe has put in about 400 people out of Genius Network. Hmm. So my sense is that you got who, not how as a concept. And so the big thing is we've talked about the house that you need, but who are you? Who are you? And I'm a simplifier. And I came up with this concept as a working piece of the program about three months ago. And I wrote this book. The book, for the first time, goes into the workshops. And then, whichever one you are, how do you find the other? And what we're doing in Coach is we're going to have you fill out a form. The moment you feel you're certain about which you are, it goes on your name tag. Mm. So it would be Peter, Peter Diamandis, your Colby, and then Simplifier. Yes. Dan Sullivan, Colby, Simplifier. And other people in the room will be multipliers. And one thing is just how do multipliers think about things differently than I do? Okay, I'll give you an example, a very famous cultural example, and it's McDonald's. And McDonald's, the McDonald brothers were simplifiers. They actually created a really great new concept on hamburgers and how to serve them. But for the life of them, they couldn't multiply their concept. And Ray Kroc comes along and he said, you know, what we need is a million of these restaurants around the world. And Ray Kroc wasn't a simplifier. Ray Kroc was a multiplier. Okay, Howard Schultz with Starbucks. Starbucks was a wholesale coffee bean distributor in Seattle. Yep. And Howard Schultz said, you know, Americans don't have this type of coffee that we're asking them to drink. You know, this espresso type drink is like Italy. And he virtually changed the entire coffee world simply by taking a simple idea he wasn't the simplifier. He was the multiplier. Yep. He got them all over there. Totally. Lots of examples from the technology world of so people being totally simplifiers that. and then somebody else being a multiplier. So how does someone listening to this use this right now? Now, the big thing is that all entrepreneurs, as we discussed, in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you've had to do both of them. You've had to simplify and you've had to multiply. So I have a question. <laughs> Here's one of my questions. In the future, you won't retire, but you have to retire from something. So let's say you pick the age in the future. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying at this age, there's one part of what you do that you can't do anymore. You have to have completely brought in someone else. Which is it? Is it simplifier or multiplier? Yeah, multiplier for sure. Multiplier yeah. for yeah. sure. So that's one of the questions. The other one is there's two people in the room. One's a 100% simplifier. The other one's a 100% multiplier. Which one annoys you? I'm going to be spending time with the multiplier and ignoring the simplifier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The simplifier, what's he doing here? Well, I mean, he's not needed. <laughs> well, but let's be clear, right? So you simplify my life in other ways. Yeah. 
And you simplify my life in other ways. You know. And I love you too, pal. Yeah. No, 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 it is. I mean, you put in a 3,000 hours a year to take things and I can know about it in 10 bullet points. I mean, that's a great simplification. You have me in the VIP line up to take advantage of all these longevity breakthroughs. You know, I mean, that's a great simplification. Yep. But the whole point is that I only am a simplifier because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really interesting thing. When a simplifier tries to become a multiplier or a multiplier tries to become a simplifier, they're actually complicators. Something's not right. Something's not right. Yep. You're not in your most useful state. Yeah, but technology is really a great example of that. So in the technology world, we were talking on a recent software as a service. The podcast, right. Uh, AI as a service. And... Some softwares are simplifiers and some softwares are multipliers. So even technological who's are different. If you had, uh, and I'm going to ask you this question about as you plan the future and you said, in order for me to have 10 times greater impact, 100 times impact, do you have the simplifier capability to actually provide half of what's needed for you to go 100 times? In terms of my providing the content. And the context. And the context, I do. Yeah. Yes. So we know that, that half of what would take you 100% is already in place. We know now you need 100% multipliers. Yep, 100%. That makes total sense. Me too. Me too. So ultimately, now the question is, how do you find those multipliers? And can you create a marketplace for that? Well, create one for yourself first and then see if you can sell it to other people, you know. So you want to be a rifle, not a shotgun. You know? yep. and both of us are rifle people. We're not shotgun people, you know, as far as our organizations go. The book is somewhere in your office because we sent it out to you last week, the Simplifier Multiplier book. You can just read it. But it's about collaboration, you know. You know, I've got this guy who runs a cryogenics lab in Utah, and he's just got so many suitors who want to test out very, very high-level quantum computing sort of stuff. And I said, what are you? And he says, I think I'm a multiplier. I said, I think you'd be a multiplier if you lived in Santa Monica or you lived in Silicon Valley or you lived in Mm -hmm. New York City. I said, I think Bozeman, Montana, you're probably a simplifier. Hmm. A lot of open space there. And I said, well, left to your own devices, you could have any kind of day you want. And he talked it through, and I said, you're a simplifier. You're not a multiplier. It takes you real effort to get out and do the multiplier part of this, you know. So I said, your first real big collaboration, 100 times collaboration, the other side has to be 100% multiplier. They do not want to compete with your simplifying capability. So what's a multiplier equivalent for you? I guess Joe Polish? Joe Polish is totally one. Lee Richter, if you know Lee, Mm -hmm. I mean... If it moves, she'll talk to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's her thing. I mean, she can get rocks to talk and everything like that. So Lee Richter is a 100% multiplier. You know, and you talk about what they love doing, who they love doing with it, and it's very, very clear that they're simplifier multiplier. And I found just by having this as a screener, I've become 30% more productive in just the last three months being clear about this. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't mine. Who's the multiplier here? What's the multiplier process? This is not mine. And just keeps me out of trouble, just keeps me out of nervousness. 
I always go angsty when I have heavy multiplier responsibilities or obligations. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. I become anxious when all of a sudden I feel like I need to figure out how to hit the numbers. I'd rather be creating products and all of that. I feel obligated to, and sometimes pay the bills, figure out how to multiply, <laughs> but it's not my best use. No, no. And so this goes along really well. This is like the second stage after you figured out who, not how. The other thing is that we're kind of at our best with each other on our podcast when I'm talking about simplifying the teamwork on it, and you're talking about simplifying the technology on it. 100%. Yeah, and so we've got a good tag team there, but if I went into your area and started talking about simplifying technology... It would frustrate the shit out of me. Well, I just looked like an idiot. <laughs> I, I just looked like an idiot. You can fill in the other half of that conversation if you want. But <laughs> no. the whole thing is, it's where your passion was, and I think this passion develops before you really know how to think. I don't know if you're born with it or you get it early and everything else, but you just like this type of activity. It also tells you why we have a little bit of tension around filling the seats for each year's A360. Right. It's my job is to get more multipliers in the loop. Yeah, both yeah. of ours, both of yeah. ours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just need to be in a position where it's five contacts and the multiplier problem is taken care of. Absolutely yeah. agreed. Now, here's the factor here, you know, in the technological world. I'm going to move this into your world here. I'm going to serve to your side of the net. <laughs> and the thing is, have you seen great technologies that were great ideas that were really, really great simplifiers that just never went anywhere because there wasn't a collaboration between the innovator and someone who could really get it into the marketplace? I'm sure that is absolutely true. There's lots of amazing ideas that are sitting on the shelf that never saw the light of day because the geek, to use that in a loving way, who created it, didn't have the social abilities to communicate it or market or it. Or collaborate. They just didn't play well with others. Yes, held on to it for fear yeah. of, of losing yeah. it. Yeah, and it happens on the other side. People are great multipliers, but they're always multiplying stuff that really doesn't make that much difference. They're fascinated. Oh, this is the latest thing. We got to get a lot of this, but it actually doesn't make much sense to get it out. They can market anything. It's just that the anythings that they're marketing really is of a great deal of interest. You know, it doesn't make a significant difference. You know, it's a really fascinating thing to me to see this because I can just read a bad history of Dan Sullivan's entrepreneurial life. You know, pain, frustration, setbacks, failure losing reputation because of this. And every time I had obligated myself to creating a multiplier result, anytime it's on the simplifier, I'm always on top of the project, I'm always ahead of schedule, and it's always better than I expected. It's coming from a place of joy. It's coming from a place of fun. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, what's the term I've forgotten it, you know, what you naturally do? Unique ability, unique ability. Unique ability, yeah. right? You're in your unique yeah. ability. I mean, that's the... Yeah. That's everything. Yeah, yeah. So this is my latest, Peter, and we're right on the dot here as far as our time for this one. But I think this is a big one. You know, I've got my major market book on Who Not How. First manuscript came in today. We go public with it, and we've got amazing multiplier plan to get it out into the world, which I'm not responsible for. Nice. I love it. Well, you know, there are certain truths when you hear them that make 
a thousand percent sense and you know they are correct. Who not how hit me there. Multiplier versus simplifier hits me there as well. And so whenever I have frustration, I have to find that who, who is the right multiplier because I shouldn't be the who. Yeah. Love it, Dan. Thank you. Anyway, a pleasure, pal. Okay. See you next time.